With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Podcast. My name is C.T. McManus. For the next two hours, it's my mind, my job to get your mind off the troubles of the world out there, get it refocused in on some good old-fashioned rock and roll. Welcome to episode 141, and it is International Night tonight, guys. We will be talking first with Uncle Bard and the Dirty Bastards. My apologies for putting out on the Rock and Roll Union Facebook page. If you saw me put it out there, I put that the band was from Ireland. They're actually from Northern Italy. Their sound is so authentic to the Irish pub rock, I just automatically assumed they were from Ireland. And then upon further study, realized that they're actually from Northern Italy. It's a pretty cool story that these guys are not even Irish, but they, they are so authentic to the music, it's crazy. Then we'll be joined by Kelly Karalek, 
who is the guitar player for Lost Symphony. He is and many other bands. He's a phenomenal guitar player and really looking forward to talking with him. He's from Ontario, Canada. So tonight is International Night. Talking a little bit about uh, different things, bands around the world. See how everybody in their own little area is getting used to getting back to live shows and life after COVID. So we'll see how that all goes tonight. Uh, big shout out to our sponsor, Rosenfeld Dental Associates, located at 1095 Inman Avenue in Edison, New Jersey, five minutes from Metro Park. You can find them online at www.njsmile.com. Once again, that's www.njsmile.com. Come rock your smile with the rock doc. David Rosenfeld nominated one of New Jersey's top dentists for 2020. Discounts apply for rock and roll union members. Make sure to tell them that CP sent you. And for one of our partners, Phoenix Custom Printing, if you missed the show last week, uh, Ken Shepard was on with us. He is one of our partners with Phoenix Custom Printing. He offers all rock and roll union family members 20% off all their ordering. Uh, he is, of course, the exclusive printer of the Rock and Roll Union. And if you need anything from custom T-shirts for family gatherings, for band merch, you name it, he's there for you. And he also is a hell of a rock photographer with Ken Shepard Photography. He's had some great shots of various bands around the area. And uh, you can reach out to him. His phone number is 410-206-2081. Once again, that's 410-206-2081. Or you can shoot him an email over at phoenixcustominc at gmail.com. Tell him what you're looking for, and he'll be happy to help you out. And finally, our last partner, Brett Hunt Customs. Brett Hunt was with us last week as well. He is your pick sticks and laminates guys. If you need any custom picks, drumsticks for that special drummer in your life, laminates for VIP passes or whatever it is that you need, uh, event posters as well, this guy will take care of you. Once again, another 20% off for all union members. That phone number is 410-508-1233. Once again, that's 410-508-1233. Now, something different that we've been doing on the show for the past couple of weeks, and we're looking forward to keeping it going and uh you know it wasn't up and it wasn't until today that i knew what this week's song of the week was going to be really really uh, enjoy featuring new music featuring what's coming out there and uh if you guys want to be considered for the featured song of the week throw your audio or your video or both up on the facebook page for the rock and roll union and uh, if we find it to be what we want to feature that week, we'll be happy to do it, man. This song by a band called Gentry Blue, I got to honestly say I wasn't so familiar with Gentry Blue. They've been in the union for a little while. But uh, this song really caught me off guard. A lot of 60s vibe going on here, man. Uh, borderline psychedelic. Really enjoy it. And the fact that it's a brand new song really... Uh, Really made me want to feature for this week's featured song of the week. So here is Gentry Blue with Cutthroat.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history. The voice of choice and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast, guys. Before the commercial break, we are listening to Cutthroat. Guys, like I said before, just make sure if you want to be included in Featured Band of the Week, much like the band Gentry Blue was this week with Cutthroat, Get your video up on the Rock and Roll Union Facebook page, guys, and we will be considering it for our featured song of the week. So wanted to touch base with a couple of different things. Uh, we had our carnival. We had our table over at the carnival, at the Rock Carnival at Beret this past weekend. Great turnout. A lot of cool bands, a lot of surf music. Um, really nice getting out there. The weather was perfect. Hopefully, you guys have been staying cool, staying hydrated, doing what you got to do. We also have my birthday bash coming up at the end of July, July 31st, over at Bar 13 in Wilmington, Delaware. We got five bands included on the bill and the 
special MC will be Psycho Steve from the Metal Summit. So make sure you come out, guys. It's going to be a great evening of great music. And uh, just a lot of stuff going on, man. I noticed that uh, BLE announced their Masquerade lineup. Unbelievable lineup, guys. Uh, We're hoping that we'll be covering media for the event. I'm pretty sure we will. Uh, So we'll be doing some interviews on location, throwing them up on the YouTube page, and a lot of great stuff, guys. So um, just wanted to give you guys a heads up, man. Now's the time to see some live music, man. And uh, been a great beginning of the summer, man. So excited to see where we're heading. And uh, I always... uh, Sorry about that, guys. A lot of stuff going on here. We're going to go ahead and listen to one of my boys, man, one of the bands that we haven't heard from in a while. They kind of warped into what is now known as Stone Horses straight out of Baltimore. I'm becoming more and more in love with Baltimore the more I go down there. And uh, here's Charm City Devils with Skipping Stone.
something you'll be missing the vision you want me ready when the river bends every day cannot be taken for granted so when you fall you gotta get up again
vampires fighting right now. <laughs> One of the saddest things to see happen in 2020 was the fall of uh, that band, King to Burn. Unfortunately, uh, they they all kind of uh, scattered a little bit in different places. Uh, Dom, of course, playing guitar now. Uh, he was the drummer for King to Burn. He is the guitar player for Wild Street. Really love the guys in Wild Street. Hoping to get an interview with them soon. Uh, they've been very busy touring everywhere. Always got the music going on. Unfortunately, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to make this interview this evening. Uh, we're having a little bit of issues going back and forth with Uncle Bart and the Dirty Bastards. Uh, that's just dealing with technical issues on that on their side. Um, nothing here, but... We're going to go ahead and listen to their track, give you a little bit of a listen of the music that we're talking about, and uh, hoping if things don't fall through soon that we'll have this interview rescheduled and uh, things will be up and running. But here is on Bar and the Dirty Bastards with the flat above my pub. Goodbye to all the pain, 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 goodbye to all the pain
course, that was the almighty kicks with Don't Close Your Eyes. Really looking forward to seeing them at the Friday night of M3. If you guys have not heard yet, they have made all lawn seats free for that Friday night, the 4th of July weekend. Man, it's a great way to get your weekend started. Kind of a bummer to those of us who paid full price already and hoping maybe there we can uh, do a little something about that. If not, oh well. But uh, they'll be kicking ass that Friday night. They always headline. <clears throat> and uh, it's going to be really interesting, man, because if you guys did not hear uh, Ronnie Yunkins, the guitar player for Kicks, the other guitar player other than Brian Forsyth, of course, has been uh, – he was kind of – Put on a te- on a hold of sorts last month, uh, dealing with drug rehabilitation and the whole nine as far as that's concerned. Uh, really going to be interesting to see. Uh, you got Bob Perret, who's going to be taking place, uh, taking his place for a little while. He hasn't really been in any big time acts. I mean, he, he's. Played mostly in Washington, D.C. and Maryland areas. Uh, a couple of his bands were Forcer, Ever Rise, Euphoria, and he was in a Rush tribute band called Sun Dogs uh, with, with Kicks bassist Mark Shanker. That's probably how he landed the gig in the first place. But we'll see, man. Really, really uh, hoping for the best and really hoping the best for Ronnie Yunkins. I mean, you guys know how near and dear to us drug rehabilitation is and the uh, Rock for Recovery shows and all that. So uh, really interested and waiting to see how that whole thing lines up. Going to be a great weekend, of course, that 4th of July weekend, M3 in Merriweather Post Pavilion, Columbia, Maryland, for the first time since... It's inception. M3 is on the 4th of July weekend and hoping, hoping and praying the next year we get back to some normalcy and we see M3 back where it belongs in May. Uh, we touched base a little bit earlier this evening about the rock and roll um, union event for my birthday, CT's birthday bash, the lineup. You can't get better than this lineup, guys. Black Rose Rebellion, it is their full debut. They debuted at Jersey Shore Jam 2. They were they did an acoustic set, just three songs, no drummer. It was all acoustic, and they did a phenomenal job. But this night is their full debut, full band. You're going to see Karen kicking ass on the drums. Really excited to see that, man. You also have Black Leg Minor, the 2020 Rock and Roll Union Band of the Year, Artist of the Year, Black Leg Minor. You have Hammer Sheep. We are one who are veterans of the Rock and Roll Union stage. They, of course, play Rock for Recovery 3. And you also have Level Eye. Dude, it's a great set, uh, great lineup. Tickets are only 10 bucks at the door. We're going to be partying, man. First time in Rock and Roll Union history, my set, my birthday lands on a Saturday. So I'm ready to party it up, man. I'm hoping all my friends and family and everybody that all my union brothers and sisters that mean so much to me, hopefully you guys will come out, show some love to original local music and help me celebrate my birthday. It's not a big one. It's just the sake that it turned that it was on a Saturday made me want to give the 
give you guys a show. We have the prize box ready to go. We have so many different things we're going to be doing, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. So that will be July 31st at Bar 13 in Wilmington, Delaware. And uh, like I said, guys, man, I'm just really excited for it. Um, if you guys have anything you want to talk about, 914-338-1885, we're going to be joined by Tara Luck in about 20 minutes. So we're going to keep on rocking. We're going to keep on uh, playing some kick-ass music. You know, that's what we do here. And one of the things that I have been striving to do since we changed from Saturday nights to Monday nights is include more music, and I think we're doing that tonight, of course. Uh, Here is Rad Key with Paul.
Nick and Valentino with the Revenge of Rock. Really kick-ass group, guys. If you missed them out at the BLE Sunday Showcase a couple uh, couple weeks back at Cancun Cantina, you'll have another time to check them out with BLE's Masquerade coming up Halloween weekend. Really excited to see them again. And DK Ravel will be the lead singer of Kick and Valentina, will be our guest on the Rock and Roll Union podcast Monday, July 5th. Really looking forward to speaking with him. I've spoken with him a few times in the past and always a good time, always a lot to talk about. And we're, we're just going to discuss our theories on music and life and you, you name it, man. It's going to be a really good conversation. And, um, we're going to play one more track before we head to commercial. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Kelly Carolock. man. Really lost symphony is if you're into melodic metal, you're going to want to stick around for this. Anyway, uh, before our commercial break, we're going to do a little bit of Saigon Kick with What You Say.
This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast, guys. Coming along momentarily will be Carrie Carolock from Lost Symphony and a plethora of other bands, man. Um, hopefully you guys had the chance to get out over the weekend, see some live music. I know I did. I know I plan on getting out again this coming weekend. Uh, we plan on going up to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. It's going to be some live music, but it's going to be different, man. It's all uh, it's Celtic. It's all Irish stuff with a name like McManus. Man, you know I'm big into my Irish heritage. And uh, something cool that's going to be taking place is they have a little competition called Kilts for Kids. So we're going to put a little Beowulf in a kilt, braid his hair back, 
And if you guys have been around Beowulf, if you've seen him or been around him lately, his hair has gotten to be so long. So it's going to be really cool to have that tied back in a ponytail just in time for that Kilch for Kids. And uh, right on time, man, we got Kelly Carolock with us. <laughs> Kelly, you with us? Hey, man, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, take some time with us. Oh, no problem. It was, uh, it's been a pleasure to uh, arrange this with you, and it's just funny that uh, I literally got off a Skype call with one student, and as soon as I'm done with you, I'm back on another one with someone else. Man, so how how many of these do you do in a day? Like, how often do you do these lessons? Uh, I teach around 40 a week, so that's about wow. 10 a day. Man, and, and is that about all that you're doing right now? I, I know you got things dealing with uh, the various bands that you're in. For our listeners, I, I keep bringing up Law Symphony, but you're involved in other bands as well, am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a few. Yeah, there's a few, <laughs> few bands. <laughs> yeah, um, my main band, which is, uh, I guess you could call it a progressive metal band, uh, we're called Prism Mind, and uh, we're based out of uh, the Hamilton area here up in uh, Canada, on, in Ontario. And... Um, yeah, we're actually working on our second album at the moment. Uh, the writing process is almost done, and then uh, we're going to get at it and start rehearsing and, you know, get back to normal and uh, put this thing together. We're really excited about the material on that. Now, how have things been uh, in Canada for you guys as far as trying to get back to shows? I know here in the States, they're slowly but surely coming along. How's things there? I think things here are a little behind uh, what's going on in the States. I remember uh, both countries were kind of dragging their, their heels with this thing for a while, but then uh, it looked like the U.S. just kind of like really stepped it up and they you know, they got their stuff together. And, uh, and yeah, I've seen that you guys are beginning to open things back up and I'm actually seeing shows <laughs> occurring, which is cool. Uh, we're getting close. We're, we're actually um, we're rolling out uh, – the different levels of opening up and uh things are looking good for i would say late summer early fall now i know a lot of uh a lot of bands that we've spoken to on this show have when they were they had that downtime due to covid there was a lot of writing going on a lot of recording going on is that kind of the same thing that you kind of concentrated on during this off time yeah i would say so uh most definitely and especially with uh uh, three or four different projects going on uh, at various stages of either recording or writing. Uh, the pandemic has not slowed anything down for me. In fact, it's probably made it busier uh, just for that very reason. Uh, you know, despite not playing live, um, man, there's <laughs> there's probably going to be uh, three, possibly four albums that I'm playing on yeah. coming from this period. Yeah. It, yeah. So, um yeah, it's been it actually has been um a very fruitful and uh prolific time for me over here. Now, how's uh normally uh, let's say pre-covid, how is the scene where you are locally uh is there a lot of places to play? I mean, here in the states it feels like we get fewer and fewer spots. And how how's things there? Uh, you know what? Very much the same. Uh, it depends on the region, of course. Same with down there. Um, you know, some some spots have more of a scene, I guess you could say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we look around and we see a lot of 
classic places and, and you know places that have been around a long time closing and yeah. um, that's just that's happening everywhere I'm, I'm quite certain but I've been telling a few people you know with this whole pandemic thing and you're seeing people like sad about certain things closing and just being able to play or not being able to play I'm thinking you know what as soon as this is over you would be silly not to open a bar if you were so inclined. Oh, yeah. Like, it's going to be, if I have a feeling, it's going to be like the 80s again, in a way. You know, I, I, I kind of think the same thing. I keep telling people that, you know, I, I don't think there's going to be as much of a focus on the big giant stadium tours or those sort of, I, I think there's going to be a lot of, local bars and venues that are going to have incredible live music. Yeah, absolutely. People are dying to get out. Like, we've already been, you know, I play in a cover band as well, and as soon as any hint of, like, another level of opening has been announced, we're getting emails, we're getting, uh, you know, messages here and there going, can you guys play, can you guys play on this date? And the date they're asking is, like, the day that, you know, the government has said, okay, we can open up another level or another thing. And they want, you know, that day. It's like people are bursting to get out there and, and do stuff, which is why I think, you know, when this does clear up enough, um, I think you're going to see that all over the place in every uh, market, that, you know, in restaurants. And it doesn't matter. You, you know, people are just dying to do something. So I really think Absolutely. start to see that in the music uh, at every level, stadium and club. So you you brought up the uh, the cover band that you're in. Now I, I got a question because I watched so many of the videos that you you had sent over to me and was just astounded. I, I know you got to have a lot of knowledge as far as um, music theory is concerned and things along that line, just based on the way that you play. Do you get bored playing certain cover songs? <laughs> Actually, that's a good question. Um, not, not necessarily bored. Um, it it, it kind of goes like this. If I think of a song, sometimes I'll just go, "Oh, I got to do that one again." But I know that as soon as we, you know, we get into it and we get a reaction from it, and the people who are there are like digging it, then it's like, "Okay, no, it's fine. We'll we'll keep we'll keep this one in the set," you know, because we're not playing them for us necessarily. Right. You know, we're playing them for the people that come to hang out. So, honestly, I mean, if it were up to me, the set list might be drastically different. But it's not about me or Mike or John or any of us. It's it's sort of like we're putting together a set list to suit the environment that we're we're stepping into. Right. And because of that, it's like even the most you know overrun song mm-hmm. can still be fun to play <laughs> because you know people are dancing or shouting or whatever so yeah i don't really i don't really um thankfully i don't really uh, <laughs> that way <laughs> so I, I gotta ask just based on how prolific your your playing is how long have you been playing what got you into it uh that's a good question um i've been playing since i was nine so that's oh geez i feel like doing that right now uh, that's about <laughs> well i just turned 47 so um you know 35 years or so 36 um, I got into playing, uh, it was probably a, the perfect storm of a couple things. One, um, I always liked music in general. Um, and even though no one 
in my family, my immediate family, or even my extended family for that matter, no one plays. So when yeah. I look at it, I'm like, that's actually kind of weird, isn't it? Because usually a young kid starting out is usually influenced by, you know, maybe dad who plays guitar or mom who plays piano or or whatever, right? There's right. There's actually some close um, influence there. But literally no one, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, there's literally no one in my family who plays anything. How did I end up here? Uh, so I just remember watching uh, the video channel that we had here at the time called Much Music. Um, it's sort of like our equivalent to MTV back in the day. And right. I'm watching a video for ZZ Top Legs. And I'm pretty sure that's the one with the spinny guitars. <laughs> right with it. The guitar spinning on their belt buckle. And I was like, I don't know how they're doing that, but I want to do that. Um, so I think I was influenced more from what I saw and heard radio, TV, uh, in terms of the initial spark, the in- initial inspiration to even bother. Um, the other thing, too, was, you know, being a good old Canadian boy, uh, hockey was out of the question for me because I can't skate. Right. <laughs> right? So as much <laughs> as I loved hockey at the time, it was like, well, you know, all my friends are on hockey teams and doing this, but I can't skate to save my life. So I'm just going to push that off to the side and find something I can do. And being a shy kid, especially back then, it was perfect. It was a perfect outlet for me because I didn't have to do this with anybody. It was sort of like, you know, this this gives me a reason to spend time in my room and and uh, cultivate some other some other skill. <laughs> so that generally, that's how it started. I hear. You. Now, who were who were your main influences? Initially, what got me into wanting to play guitar specifically, um, I was really coming out of a Michael Jackson phase. So as a, a young kid, I was all about Michael Jackson. Um, but at some point, a friend of mine introduced me to um, two albums at the same time, which uh, I think you won't find very surprising at all when you hear them. Uh, on one day, I got Shout of the Devil from Motley Crue and Twisted Sisters' Stay Hungry. Oh, yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh, okay. This is the other side of music, I guess. <laughs> you know, and I was I was really uh, initially turned on by the, the aggression of it. Um, it was like in your face and, and in a way, for a nine-year-old kid, kind of scary. You know, like you put on, uh, in the beginning, the first track on Show to the Devil as a nine-year-old and turn the lights out. You probably haven't oh, yeah. that. <laughs> So that fascinated me too. Um, just the whole like, I don't know if I want to meet these guys because they seem really scary, but the music is just so cool. Um, so that was where it kind of started. Um, but from there, um, you know, you if you dig a little deeper, you end up with players who are like the players' players. You know, I love Motley Crue as a band. I love Twisted Sister as a band. No one particular person stood out as being like the superstar, so to speak. Whereas, you know, I ran into, started reading guitar magazines and would run into players like, you know, Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, uh, Jeff Beck. I read about a whole bunch of different players that I had never heard of in my life. Um, But I investigated, you know. I I liked what I read. It, It sounded to me like, you know, if I read a, an interview or an article about 
Joe Satriani, like, I could picture in my head what that might sound like. So I was like, this guy sounds like he's probably awesome. Let me go and get an album. Right. So old school, right? Read the book, then you went and bought the cassette. So players like that. And being that I wasn't very athletic uh, as a kid, I think maybe uh, quote-unquote athletic players like that kind of attracted me. I was like, you know what? Um, I can't hit a ball to save my life, but uh, I like the the idea and the process of trying to reach that level um, on an instrument as opposed to in a sport or, or something else. So I was really attracted to players like that um, and grew from there. You know, the guys of from that era influenced a lot of other great players later on. So, you know, John Petrucci from Dream Theater. Oh, yeah. Other guys, Vinnie Moore, Steve Morse, Al Di Miola. It goes on and on and on. And it depends on the style of music, too. You know, there's right. in metal stuff. But... You, you know, it, it was kind of funny. I'm a year behind you, so I'm like right there. Uh, so um, you, you bring up the Michael Jackson thing, and it's not until you get older that you realize Michael always surrounded himself with these phenomenal guitar players. I mean, he Eddie Van Halen, Ori Anthe, he, he had these guitar players uh, slash he just had these guitar players that were really bred in rock music but he always had them around him so uh, no no shyness at all about admitting that I, I i have respect for michael jackson for that reason but yeah i totally as far as the old school is concerned reading the magazines and re- and watching tv man that was what we had and any thoughts to the newer generation of things? I mean, it, YouTube has kind of opened us up a little bit, but is it too much? That's a good question, and I, I definitely see why people would say that. I mean, the amount of material out there is, and exposure to different things is like it's insane now. But we thought the same thing back then. You know, yeah. going to a music store and there's oh, my God, there's a magazine rack there with guitar magazines, and there's, you know, a row of VHS instructional videos. This is too much. You know, we, yeah. feel, we felt spoiled back then with that kind of thing. So uh, in a way, even though things change, like we end up with more exposure and more outlets, I think the premise is still the same. There's so much that we can't process it all. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know. I, I think um, with the newer generation, it's just I, I look for players that have what I perceive to be a, a bit of depth. Like I gotcha. hear a lot of players, and they might be fantastic players on the surface, but sometimes I listen to things, and I can hear the exact same thing that I heard last week. And as it turns out, player B, you know, just learned from player A, and there's no real depth of like, you know, you, you can tell they didn't spend much time listening to like Led Zeppelin or Absolutely. digging into the roots of what they did. They just copied the guy that came beforehand because he saw it on a YouTube video and that's it. There's no real, but I don't know if that's ever changed. I think maybe that was the way it was back then too. I certainly tried to dig a little deeper uh, when I got into it because I wanted to get into it. I didn't want so, to scratch the let me... surface. Let me ask you a question as far as that's concerned. 
is there a difference? I mean, you teach it all the time, so um, you see it on a daily basis. Is there a difference between a player that plays notes and perhaps another person that kind of gets it a little bit more in the soul? Is there a feeling or a sound that's different when it comes to it? Uh, I think everyone plays with feeling. I know that sounds like, oh, come on, don't be you know, so diplomatic. But everyone plays the way they feel, right. um, whether that whether that projects uh, to other whatever they're feeling projects to other people or not. I, it's such a subjective thing, right? Um, I don't think there's a you know there's no way to particular way to play with feeling. You just play the way you play. Um, right. You know that you know the the guitar player. I'm just going to name a band here. Uh, the guitar player who plays in Ministry. You know, uh, he's playing his his riff, and it sounds very you know mechanical and, and and industrial, and that's perfect for that style. Some people would say he's not playing with feeling, and it's like really, like you would have to feel a certain way to get that music across the way it does. Um, not everyone has to sound like Eric Clapton, right? Right. Um, so that kind of thing, I try to avoid. <laughs> I try to avoid thinking that way or um, entertaining other people who think that way in terms of right. like this guy's got feeling and that guy doesn't. Cause you know what? Um, you name any player, Jeff Beck. I mentioned him earlier. I love Jeff Beck, mostly the earlier era, but there's going to be people who would listen to him and go, yeah, I don't get it. It doesn't move me. Are they wrong? Yeah. No, of course not. You know, but it's just not part of their experience. Um, his music or anyone anyone's music is not necessarily part of their uh, the way that they grew up and the way that they listen to music and, and consume it. So, um, yeah, these are things that people say all the time, but it's sort of like if you think about it a little deeper, it uh, they're all pretty irrelevant things to say. <laughs> now, I mean, one more thing based on this, though. Um, now, there was a lot of talk when Eddie Van Halen passed away about the different techniques and styles that he added and uh, the, the different theories that he used and those things. Has there been anything, say, within the past 20 years, a new anything newly added to guitar playing that maybe changed things that people overlook? Um, I don't. I don't know if there's a definitive answer to that. I mean, things change all the time, but it's not necessarily right. a new technique or whatever. I mean, there's been a lot of progress in in the process of recording. Um, you know, there's certain things that 30 years ago or 40 years ago, people wouldn't wouldn't even dream of being it. You know, having it be a possibility. And nowadays, with the click of a mouse, you can do so many crazy things. Um, I don't think equipment is necessarily changed that much um we've tried to reinvent the guitar you know <laughs> forever yeah. but at the end of the day a lot of these quote-unquote innovations they don't really take to the public so the gear hasn't really changed that much other than like software and stuff but the essential gotcha. concept is still the same um playing wise in terms of technique it's there's only so many ways you can attack the thing really um uh I don't know. I, I honestly think it has more to do with um, just the blending of influences. More gotcha. Particular techniques. I think, uh, you know, we're hearing a lot of 
styles where, you know, it sounds kind of metal, but then there's this underlying thing that could have been from a different style of music. I think it's just more in that in that sense uh, in terms of innovation. But, you know, guys like Eddie, they came up at a time when, uh, let's face it, rock music was still young. Yeah. Right? There was room yep. to, to push, and and I, I think there still is room, plenty of room. Um, but back then, it was sort of like he just hit at the right time. And there's a handful of players that you can say that about where they got away with stuff because it was young. The record labels were just hungry to have you do anything. Um, you know. Uh, so yeah. my my last question, well, my second to the last question, uh, do you have a favorite guitarist of all time, that somebody oh. that you can just sit there and listen to for hours? Uh. say that is um there's literally so many and i love i like so many different styles of music so what style right. are we talking about you know like if you said okay top five bluegrass players i would have a different answer than if you said you know top three metal players or, or whatever um i've been asked that a bunch of times i've even just thought of it on my own if i had to answer it would be i don't know because not everyone or there's no one who does everything that i like right Right, so like I love uh, John Petrucci. He covers most of what I like about music, but there's certain things that um, a player like, say, Greg Howe, does that John doesn't. It's just not part of his style. So it's like, well, you know, where do you? <laughs> yeah. Where do you put the scale there. Um, but I can tell you this: uh, a lot of my favorite players, or three of them anyway ended up on one of the Lost Symphony tracks. You probably saw the video for Take Another Piece. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, are you kidding me? Marty Friedman, Nuno Betancourt. How did we score him? And Alex Skolnick, all on, on this track with me. And another uh, great player, too, Richard Shaw from uh, Cradle of Filth is, uh, joins me on this one, too. And it's like, right there, those are three of my favorite uh, players from way back. And I don't know. It's it's just kind of mind-boggling to uh, to think about. <laughs> how was it? How was it working with them? Um, very much. Well, I didn't have a heck of a lot of contact during uh, the making of it. Gotcha. Um, I believe when I was given the track, like when we have guests like that, generally speaking, at the point along the way that uh, the song is developed, we give them the track first and let them do their thing. Right, and then later we kind of go, okay, this is cool. Uh, here's, a, and then I'll find my spot around them right. and try to complement what they do. Um, and sometimes, in some cases, they play over the whole friggin' thing, and we have to edit out some of their stuff to make room for <laughs> you know, the rest of the band. But it's cool because at least they gave us more than we needed. Um, take another piece was an example where I believe Marty got the track f- first. It was either Marty or Nuno. And they did their thing, and they left, you know, appropriate spaces. So I'm pretty sure I got in there third. I think Marty, then Nuno, then me, and then Alex was sort of like a, a late at addition to it. We had someone else in mind, and they never really came through for us. So we went, hey, how cool would it be to have Alex Skolnick? Let's see what he's up to. And uh, so it was all done very separately. Afterwards, um, I had brief uh, conversation, not conversation, but a brief uh exchange with Marty and Alex. Um, so that was cool. 
They're definitely cool. Um, and you know what? They all kicked it. They did such a good job, and uh, they all seemed very proud of, uh, of that track. So That's that awesome. makes me even happier. So I know you have uh, another lesson to get to, so I don't want to hold you back. But just wondering if you could give our listeners an idea of where they can find your music and websites, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> all of the bands can be found on uh, Spotify, YouTube, uh, we're all over Facebook, so I guess it really comes down to just listing these bands, eh? Um, so we have Lost Symphony. That's the one we've been focusing on the most today. Uh, LostSymphony.com. Um, album number three, by the way, is dropping July 9th, so you'll see uh, a lot of stuff surrounding that coming out very soon. Um, my metal band, Prism Mind, uh, is PrismMindBand.com, and um, you can find all of our stuff, uh, you know, all the same digital spots, but we also have a web store, so albums and CDs and stuff available. Uh, another progressive instrumental band that uh, is actually coming out with album number two is called Sound Chaser. Um, that one's a really fun one that uh, we've been working on for a while, so check that out. And I don't know, what's another one here? Oh, um, I also work with the drummer from a, a Canadian progressive rock band called Saga. I don't know if you'd be familiar with them. Absolutely. Uh, oh, you are? Okay. Uh, so yep. I play in uh, a band called Negus, which is obviously Steve Negus's um, solo project. And that also oh. is kind of an instrumental progressive rock uh, thing, which is, uh, I believe, is going to be done this summer. So, yeah, lots coming up. Good stuff, man. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule tonight to talk with us. And, uh, Really hope you you know uh, there's so many things that I'd love to talk about so hoping maybe we can do another one of these so Kelly thank you yeah, so much absolutely. oh very welcome thanks so much for having me on and uh, yeah we'll definitely do it again whenever just let me know have a great rest of your night all right you too man talk soon thanks see ya Bye. so that was Kerry Kelly Kelly Carlock and man uh, so much good stuff that he's doing. Here's a little taste of that. Uh, he said we dealt a lot with Lost Symphony tonight, and we're going to go ahead and play a Lost Symphony song. This is Catnip High. <laughs>
That was Lost Symphony with Catnip High. Another big shout out and thank you to Kelly Kerouac for calling in this evening. Spent a little time on his busy schedule. Next week, we have Mike LaPond from Symphony X and 2020's Artist of the Rock and Roll Union's 2020 Artist of the Year, Black Leg Minor, will be here as well. A lot of good stuff to look forward to. And uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Until we're going to keep this place a rockin' until we bring back rock and roll, guys. And uh, make sure that you get out this week. Get get to see some live music, man, because uh, it, it's without patronage, we can lose all this good music, and we don't want to do that. So until next time, do your part to bring back rock and roll. Have a good week.